Hi everyone, I'm Caroline. This podcast is just me, an Irish girl, and her mates chatting the good, the bad, and the ugly. From County Down to Down Under, I chat the highs, the lows, and the complete craziness of life as an expat in Sydney. Be prepared for the bumpy ride filled with lots of crack and hilarious stories along the way. One, two, three, and four. Hello, Ned. How's it going? <laughs> Where are you from? <laughs> Where are you from? Where should Mama from? <laughs> <laughs> so that was us testing the microphone in our amazing studio. And the funny thing is, Shannon is from Birmingham. <laughs> what, Dad? I wasn't even Brummy then. It was all bad. That's what I meant. <laughs> and that's her trying to do her accent because her dad's from Galway. So uh, <laughs> didn't sound anything. Like I, don't, I don't know who you sound like. <laughs> so this is it, episode one of the podcast. Woohoo! Here we go. Happy to be here. Uh, exactly. You had, you had a long list of guests lined up. I'm so glad you chose me. <laughs> Russell Brand was busy tonight. So um, the first guest on is Shannon Hines. Welcome to the studio. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Now, Shannon, describe our um, acoustic studio setting right now. Um, so, <laughs> currently on the floor, needled on pillows, with the, the fabulous microphone that we got from Amazon, no product placement picture here or anything, um, with a sock on top of the mic, because supposedly, Caroline Googled and that tells her the sounds really well, but what's even funnier is this, luckily, I'm so lucky today, I've been given a clean sock, because Caroline voice noted me the other day. And told me she was testing it with the sock and she was like, and I was just in the bed, so I just whipped off the one that was on my foot. I was like, oh, how lovely. She <laughs> dirty sock over the microphone. I mean, desperate times call for desperate measures. We're only at the beginning here when we're rich and famous. We can have um, a really um, beautiful studio. But for now, Shannon, just be lucky you've got a clean sock. <laughs> be lucky I've been asked to be a guest. <laughs> lucky to be the first one. I mean, that in itself is, um, is an honour. So welcome to the podcast. Um, suppose a better start out with um, a bit of an introduction um, on why why we're here. Yeah. Um, what will we say? Well, we're here just talking about why <clears throat> you came to Sydney. We're trying to, well, you were trying to teach people at home like what life is really like in Sydney. Yeah, the the laughs like we do have an absolute brilliant time here, but also there is there is crap days and stuff like that and also for people that have been in Australia and like want to hear the funny stories that we talk about and be like oh god do I remember that I remember being in teens on a Sunday or whatever um but then for people who are thinking about coming out here like what they can do what can help them and like what to expect like don't take Instagram as everything to expect because it's not exactly and for you and I we've you've been here for what, a year? Nine, ten months. Nine, ten months. She's fresh off the boat, as they say. Um, I can't believe I'm saying I've been here nearly five years now. And Sydney is a roller coaster. You know, um, it is a roller coaster of amazing times, um, some tough times, and sometimes where you're just like, 
God, this is, should I just call it a day? Do you know, you can go through phases of unemployment and there could be stuff going on at home and all of those things. So there is so much more to the Instagram pictures that you see. But for some reason, we choose to stay here for 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 something else a better life in in ways it's definitely not the winter here because just to let you all know (laughs) it's absolutely baltic i'm not joking baltic and these houses are not built for the cold shannon it was 17 degrees today that's a hot day at home (laughs) tops off weather i was literally in four layers walking down the road But, I, bought, I put water in my water bottle three times today. I know. I introduced you to the water bottle. Yeah. Welcome Game to the changer. club. There's no radiators in the houses over here. They don't know what um, central heating is. So you don't miss it until it's gone. Um, and it is absolutely freezing in a house without it. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of things that you are going to learn through this podcast about life in, in Australia and just living overseas. Um, and hopefully this podcast will resonate with with you in some sort of a way and if not you can just have a good laugh at the likes of Shannon's terrible Irish accent <laughs> um, and some of our funny stories and dilemmas that we've had. We currently, we did actually currently record this didn't we on Friday? We did. We're an absolutely brilliant podcast everybody. Um, <laughs> so sorry if this one's not so we've already done this. That's because we've had a four day long weekend yes. and a bit dusty. <laughs> it was a Friday we were just about to go out and we, we realised that the microphone was very far away from me and it didn't sound great. And we obviously want to give you a top-notch quality <laughs> podcast. Um, and then we were going to do it the next day. And then the next day, oh, God, we happened to fall into a bottle of vodka. And then we <laughs> the were going to do it the next day after that. And we fell into the tea gardens. Yeah. And then yesterday we basically just fell onto the sofa and could not move or speak or function. So. Yeah. Here we are. Here we are. It's Two Tuesday. <laughs> Today is just about surviving. We've had a long weekend. And for those who don't know, the Tea Gardens is basically probably going to feature a lot on our podcast as to why in the most beautiful city in the world um, with all of the most beautiful bars and little tiny niche bars that you wouldn't see anywhere else, we choose to go to the biggest dump in <laughs> Sydney. And also the amount of different people you can meet in Sydney from all walks of life and we go to the pub only where English and Irish drink. Exactly. <laughs> it's sinful but it's a brilliant night isn't it? Creatures of habit. Love it. They, they do some good chins in there. <laughs> bacon and cabbage. Oh wait they're not bacon and cabbage anymore. I had to break they? it to you they're not bacon and cabbage anymore. Yeah. Broken up. This is a band an Irish band that play um, songs at the, the weekend. I was going to say types of songs but you know this is a very universal podcast (laughs) um but yes so I better start with my story and then we'll talk about um Shannon's but um a reason for wanting to do this podcast basically is um through the years um so many things change and happen for you you know we choose this life because it's amazing it's great weather most of the time your washing dries in 20 minutes on a good day (laughs) that is a bonus um on a winter's day six days on the washing line um you know the fitness um the lifestyle where you're up early you know you can do a sunrise walk if you want I haven't done one of those in years (laughs) but you know you've got the coast you've got the beach you've got um a really lovely lifestyle where there's always things going on every weekend but um within all of that there is still the 
the grafting and a lot of people don't realize that we actually work really hard over here and um, I think people don't realize like they see us going out every weekend and like that's one thing that I find different here to home like there is always something to do there's always if you've got a good bunch of friends somebody's doing something and like I feel like people just make a lot of effort like if it's a weekend where you don't want to go drinking you'll hire a car and you'll go somewhere you never really do weekends doing nothing here yeah but people forget like Life just becomes your normal reality when you live here, like in a routine, you go to work every day. It's not like we don't work and stuff, like everybody goes to work and it just becomes normal life just without your family and stuff around you, without the people that you've always grown up with. And I think we'll touch on this, like we said in another podcast, Um, but like friendship is a big thing here and I think people... Again, when you say Instagram versus reality, people look at it and think you just fall into a bunch of friends and they're great. Like like I said to you before, I have been very lucky. I found friends on the East Coast when I first, like I came here on my own and I found friends straight away. But it isn't that easy. Like you don't, like a lot of people need to realise that, that you don't just come here and you find the best bunch of friends. And you know what, you make friends with people as well. And unfortunately... Things don't also work out and somebody that you might have been friends with three months ago, you're not friends with three months later and that's That's just the way it is. And I know for me, um, you know, every situation is different and when I came out here, I came out to Sydney um, to my boyfriend and I really struggled to find any girlfriends Um, and I I find for lads it can be a lot easier because they're all on building sites um, there's always drinks on a Friday after work. So they're, you know, it's very easy for them to make friends. And for me, whenever I started here, um, uh, I'm a teacher in, in Australia and a lot of the people I was working with, I was the youngest in the staff. So when it came to Friday drinks and I could see like the likes of my boyfriend at the time having drinks on a Friday and I would get that Friday feeling and then I'd be buzzing, you know, walking out the door at three o'clock on a Friday and um, leaving school. And then, the reality was I was going home to an empty apartment because I didn't have any friends to go and do that with, you know, and I would end up sitting in the bar with him and his mates, like, and that just is not me as a person, but you just really don't have anyone. (laughs) Lots of free drinks. (laughs) But uh, then you get, like, it's fine the first few weeks because they don't mind doing that, but then you actually think, I wouldn't be doing this if I was at home. I wouldn't be lying. You fella sitting there with all the girls. No, you wanna you wanna get your eyelashes on. You wanna get your glad rags on. You wanna go out with the girls, and it's just not that easy. And you know, whenever the first few weeks, you kind of you're just trying to get on your feet, and that's fine. And it's okay to go into the bar with your boyfriend and sit with the lads. But then after a while, you're thinking, right now it's time to establish me. And the only way people would say to me is, oh, join the football team, join the GAA and get on one of the teams. That's the best way to make friends. And don't get me wrong, it works for so many people. And the way that the New South Wales uh, GAA have have worked for a lot of people, it's, it's brought a massive community together. But I am bloody terrible at football. Absolutely terrible. And I went and I tried that and I absolutely hated it. And I was really forcing myself to to do something I didn't like to to make friends and you know it was great like whenever they had their social events but Tuesday and Thursday was training nights and you were literally there to train so <laughs> you might have been toe tapping the ball to someone and you'd be like 
hi, my name's Carly. And then you'd be running on. And then by the time you got to the next person, you couldn't remember the last person's name. It's um, that panic, isn't it? Yeah. When you introduce yourself to someone, you're, all you're thinking about is, what's my name? What's my name? Because oh, if we're going to suddenly forget, and then they repeat their name, then you're like, Yep, didn't listen to a word that yeah, got no 100%. idea. So I'm like, oh, thanks, hon, yeah. babe, mate. <laughs> hoping, hoping they add you on Facebook yeah. first. <laughs> Hope they remember my name so I make a mate. So I did. I tried all that out. And, you know, it just, it doesn't always work for everyone. And I know there are a lot of Instagram influencers and bloggers out here. And they really seem to have the life of it from the moment they get here. They have a big group of friends and all the rest. But the reality is that's not everybody. And hopefully this will bring the raw, honest, open approach of, you know, how it can be tough. And even like you said about we choose this life, but there are so many things we miss from home by choosing this life, like birthdays, babies being born, weddings, um, you know, Christmas funerals and stuff. Funerals, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like there is some tough realities that we face, and you know, as the podcast goes on, we will touch on all of those things and um and how you know there really is that guilt of being away from home. Um, I think what you were saying is about like just jump back with the GAA, like it's stereotypical what because it's an Irish sport that every girl wants to play. Well, they don't. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm not. Well, my dad would say you are. Tell them you're Irish. Um, but like I am from Birmingham and like the GAA is a big thing in Birmingham, but it's not big all over the UK and like people come here, have no Irish connection whatsoever. So that's only a really, really small thing that people can join and make friends through, but there's not a hell of a lot of options. Personally, I would say traveling alone was the best thing. Because you do, like you do, you force yourself out of your comfort zone to say hello to somebody and to, and people are very friendly here. They're nothing like it is at home. Like if you, if I meet you and your friends, like I have done, and you've met mine, um, you then come become friends with my friends, and I've become friends with your friends. Everyone just is like, I'll invite that person. Do you know what I mean? Everyone is very open to inviting people along, and that's what I thought the good thing about traveling alone was. Like normally, I'd be. Like I say, creature of habit. I have my best friend since I was like four from home, and I always go out with the same people. Um, but when you're here, you kind of have to say like, oh, "Hello, you okay? Like, where are you from?" And as awful as you do look for the English and Irish that you know, like you can speak to them. Um, but that's what I think one thing that was quite good about coming alone. But even when you don't come alone, when you come with a friend, you then like you and your friend aren't twins you don't like all the same things and do all the same thing and then you feel the pressure of doing what your friend wants to do and like it's that horrible bitterness of like say if you got here and your friend got a job and you never and it's all that like people don't realize yeah and um I know when we had a conversation about it before I said to you like I was lucky to get my residency in my first year through teaching um and to get me and uh, my ex on on the residency and it was great like it was such a, a milestone moment like of oh my, we've no more worries. And you know that with friends, how many visa troubles and worries people have. So when that came around, it was such an amazing thing. But at the same time, you don't then think about the future in Australia and you are a resident. And actually, most people are only here on a two-year visa. They they do their first year, they do their farming, and they only get their second year. So we had to say goodbye to a lot of people along the way. And 
every time someone left, the dynamics changed. And, you know, then it was like, oh God, like that was my best friend. And that was that person I spent a lot of time with every day and or every weekend. And that was my go-to girlfriends. And, and it really is, um, it's tough, like the longer you're here and and I said that to you as well, like you, you're lucky you made the cut, Shannon, <laughs> because usually up. it's like I ask, hey, what's your name? You say it. And the next question is, what visa are you on? Because I'm not getting into a relationship with you. As a friendship, it's not happening. If you're on a working holiday visa, I just can't say goodbye to any more people. It's too hard. Yeah, you do have to get used to saying goodbye. Like you say, you get used to those people in your life and then they do have to go and even like... They go to farm work and then they meet a new bunch of friends and like you expect them to come back. Oh, yay, great. Like, and like sometimes like they might, they might have a new bunch of friends then and you, you are with other friends and stuff like that. It's, there's a lot of, I think, adapting that people don't realize by looking on Instagram. Like, a lot changes very, very, like within three months, something else is changing. Like, those people come back from farm, those people go to farm, your visa ends, their visa ends. Like, just up and down. That's it. And I think that's important to touch on. You know, this podcast really is an introduction to to who I am. And um, a lot of people um, from home and stuff, they, you know, they always say to me, God, Caroline, you know, you have, you have the life of it over there and you have the world at your feet. And um, since we are being raw and honest, and this is what this podcast will touch on, it's important for me to say that like with every journey that you go on in life, um, you know, there are ups and downs, but I think when you're in Australia and something happens, like, like you said, like deaths and all the rest, it can really, it's a really tough and lonely place to be in when those things happen. And for me last year, um, my uh, relationship ended, I, I chose to, to, to walk away from something that I thought I was going to be in for the rest of my life. And, and over here, you know, even though you've said about the struggles of coming on your own and all the rest the struggle of coming with a person to Australia and solely relying on that person and if that person is no longer in your life your whole world falls apart your safety uh, blankets ripped off that's it and you know to walk away from that was the hardest thing that I ever did and you're not just walking away from a person but you're walking away from a life over here um, you're walking away from a home um, so I didn't think I would find myself in a situation where you know, I'd been in Australia for four years at this point, And then I was back to square one, like a backpacker. I packed my stuff and I didn't know what to do. The, the first port of call is you ring home and you want to go home and you want to get on that flight. When something goes wrong, you just want to be at home with your family. And to really choose to 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 see it through and, and try and, and get through those tough times can be really, really challenging. And that's why it is important to have such good friends. And I know how much of a good friend you are to people in need. Um, and I was very lucky to have um, my best friend here um, who rang me up, Ollie, you've met Ollie, Ollie mm-hmm. with the van, um, and said, you know, don't make a permanent decision on a temporary emotion. I know you're struggling right now, but you know, you have a great job out here, you have a great life and you really need to see this through. And for me, um, I then chose to, I had, I had a job here, you know, I had a commitment. I had, I, I just didn't know what I wanted anymore. I didn't know if I was in Australia for me or if I was in Australia for someone else, but I had to finish the term and the only way you can do it. And like, you know, over here, like when you go into work, no one gives a shit about what's going on in your personal life. You're expected to be there and you need to turn up and show up. 
So I would, I was lying on, on my friend's living room floor. Um, it was called Caroline's room. It was a blow up mattress behind the sofa for uh, a long time. Another thing that's so common, like nobody even bats an eyelid about sofa surfing around here. That's it. <laughs> it was like, oh, have you met my friend Caroline in the corner? And there's me hanging just below the washing, <laughs> the boxers in my face from the washing line. And I'm just set up camp there. And that's it. Nobody, nobody cares in that sort of a way. Like it's okay to, to struggle through that. That is another side of it as well, isn't it? Like we can say like your friendships come and go, but like, you do you like you saying I say you do meet friends for life and when you've got friends they are like it's not even a question of doubt like yeah. I'm currently I have a friend in the living room at the moment who yeah. um is struggling with work and stuff and you just like come like come and get on our sofa like no qualms about it you wouldn't even question it like if someone is in need that they haven't got their family and you're their family there and then and you you're like yeah come on We'll and, take you and I, I think that's one thing that you learn from being out here is you really treasure people, like good people in your life. And it's really in those times of struggle that you find out who your friends are. You know, there were a lot of people that turned, you know, a blind eye. And, and when I was out here and I was basically saying, help, like, I, I don't know what I want. I don't know what I need to do, you know, and there was only, um, Ollie that really said to me just come up here have a cup of tea and see what happens and and Ollie and and all my girlfriends um really helped me through I just had to go to my principal one day and I just said I can't do this anymore I need my mum like there's only so much that you can do out here on your own and then it gets to a point where you're just like actually I need a bit of Ireland I need home I need to be around family for a little while need the smell of sheep shit (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it was coming up to the Easter holiday, so I was thinking, oh, good wee Sunday session <laughs> in Restrever. But uh, I went home and I had a wee dose of home for three weeks. But it was really that moment that changed who I am as a person. In terms of you, like, what was your reasoning for coming out here? Um, I was kind of, I was very lucky. I finished university. I went into a really good job straight away, two weeks after my dream job, in fact. And I did... I ended up moving company a year before I came here on a year's maternity cover. And I always, I was, what, Australia wasn't an interest to me. America's for me. I do PR, so America is like the key place to go to. But with visas and stuff, it was so hard. And I was like, I just want to go somewhere else for some for a bit of time. And so the easiest ease of option was here. And yeah, still here. Planning to be here for about another year. Um, and yeah, that's it really. I, I didn't have like one of those reasons that I was like, I like something. And I do think you find a lot here, people are running away from something at home as much as they don't want to admit it. A lot of people are running away from something no matter what it is. Um, but I was very lucky not to have that. And this is just somewhere temporary to call home. It, it would never be a permanent thing for me. Um, and I think that is with some people, they're either one scale or the other. And it, I know for sure it's not a permanent thing for me. But I'm joining it while I can. That's it. And I remember, was it you saying at the weekend? I don't know who was saying it. was somebody anyways. God knows what I was saying at the weekend. <laughs> God, I was saying some things at the weekend. <laughs> oh, God. Um, did you say about happiness is not a postcode? And I thought that was amazing. Clearly wasn't you, but your expression. I'll pretend it was me. Clearly. A statement. <laughs> Clearly I was having an in-depth conversation in the toilets with someone. Jesus. God, I wouldn't do a sign that to her. <laughs> it wasn't a boy anyway. Um, but somebody said, maybe it was Amber, um, happiness is not a postcode. And I think that's so important, you know, 
it was almost like when I came here, I was expecting, I wanted out of Ireland. I was like, I don't want to be here. Home shit. I don't want to live in this small town. Um, and then you actually realize that, you know, happiness is where you make it. And like you can, like you said, have a really good time out here, but it's not permanent for you and you move forward. And that's another thing we'll look at is like a lot of people I know that have had to go home unexpectedly or have their visas have run up and they really struggle to let Australia go. It's like the dream that they can't move on from. And and it's really just a, a point in life where you choose to be happy wherever you are and what you do. Getting a bit deep for me on a Tuesday <laughs> night. What do you say? <laughs> I think it's time for a wee cup of tea and oh. some Tim Tams. What do you reckon? Yeah, game. So look, this is just a bit of an introduction, uh, a bit of context on... Uh, who I am, what we're going to be doing here. Um, Shannon will definitely be uh, a frequent gu- frequent <laughs> guest. <laughs> I think we're a bit tired. I'm, I'm slurring my words or drunk. And um, yeah, so thanks for tuning in. And if you have tuned in. <laughs> thanks, Caroline's mom, dad and sister. <laughs> thanks, mommy. And make sure to tell a couple of people around the town. So get a few views. Um, and yeah, hopefully... Um, You'll tune in again. Hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll call it at that. Thanks for listening.